Welcome to Shay's Heart to Heart Podcast. This is a place where you will get an experience, not just advice. There's so many podcasters out there right now that's giving advice. But you have a story. We all have a story to tell. And whatever your story is, I hope that this is the podcast for you. This podcast will bring to light those things that's in the dark about God, about relationships, about yourself. And I really do hope that this podcast brings us to a place to want to live a higher, more conscious, more God-like life. I'm a family woman. I have been separated, divorced, and I have some life experiences. And I simply speak from my own experiences and from the experiences of others. I hope that this podcast enlightens and be a light in the darkness. Welcome to Shay's Heart to Heart. Shays Heart fam, how are y'all doing today? I hope that your mind is free from clutter, is free from worry, is free from stress, is free from overthinking, overanalyzing, and I hope that you're at peace. I know that sometimes things happen that's outside of our control that we can't. that we can't control. But the thing is, the wonderful news is, is that we control nothing. (laughs) We control nothing at all. God controls all things. And I think we may call it coincidence. We may call it whatever we want to call it. But we control nothing. Everything happens on purpose. Even the bad things, even even the neutral things, even the great things. God works in so many departments. So if things are looking cloudy or a little shaky, baby, or things are, things aren't the way you want them to be, or even they are the way you exactly envision them to be. However things are right now, 
God has pure intentions towards you. Don't give up because it's hard. Keep going. That's the shade verse for today. Today, I want to speak about being the light. Being, being the light or being a light is pretty, pretty difficult because being the light or being a light in a dark place, that means you have to illuminate so much brightness that it cancels out any darkness. And so many times in our lives, we, we are in darkness somewhere. Everyone is struggling somewhere. Someone got something going on somewhere. We ha- we struggle with inner battles that other people can't see, can't sense. We don't understand it. But one thing I do get, and one thing I have been able to live by, I mean live through, is struggle. And I've learned that through the struggle, the light comes forth. You can't help someone in a situation if you've never been through it yourself. And sometimes God will bring us through some things so that we can be testimony, that we can tell people, I made it through. Maybe you don't get, maybe you didn't give God the glory. Maybe your faith isn't where, where, where somebody else's may be, but you just know you made it through some type of way. And <clears throat> I want to remind anyone that's watching this, if you're a warrior, if you're a survivor, you are a child of the light. You are a star seed. They have different terminologies. You know, you you are light. Due to the fact that you made it over. You're a survivor. You're a warrior. You've been through hell and back. And even if hell comes back again, you can conquer it. And so many people have conquered so many things that they're shush about. And that's okay. You don't have to be this person that's telling all your business and all that. Just know that with the light comes responsibilities. In order to counsel out darkness, that light needs to be pretty bright. And I don't know if you've ever had a flashlight or... Like, like I'm not talking about the one on your phone. And I get everybody have a flashlight on their phone if you have a phone. If you don't have a phone, that's cool, too. You know what I mean? You live on a rock. That means that you're just not tall that. But if you've ever had, like, a regular flashlight and the batteries and the battery was just going dead, or just say you need to change the bulb, it, it gets a little dim. And sometimes our light gets dim due to troubles and struggles and misunderstandings and inner battles that we have to face every day, scars that we that 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 we that we carry on an emotional level. See, there's some people out here that looks gorgeous, beautiful people. But if you're not looking at them through spiritual eyes and you can't see what they look like spiritually, emotionally, or mentally, some of us have mental scars all over our bodies. Emotional scars. And these scars, they can't see because it's invisible. Some of us deal with emotional, mental problems that people can't see. 
And the thing is, when it comes down to struggle, when it comes down to going through, when it comes down through surviving, it's a scar that's left behind. I have this, I have this, I don't, I'm going to call it a scar. This scar on my right, my right leg. When I was younger, I fell off a bike. And you know how you get like this really deep sore and it thickens up and it's really, really ugly? Well, for a long time, I didn't wear dresses because I, I didn't feel pretty. I'm like, I got this scar. They're going to see this scar and think I'm unattractive. But you know what? I've learned that that scar makes my right leg look even more beautiful. And some of us, we bear deep, deep, deep wounds that people can't see. We struggle emotionally. We're not emotionally balanced. We need others to validate us emotionally and mentally. We need others to tell us that we are beautiful. And a lot of times we, we, we haven't really gained that level of self-love to where we can tell ourselves that. We haven't walked inside a queen and kingship to where we can understand, we can understand and understand and overstand that we're way more than what others have told us. And if, and, and, uh, and people around you are not lifting you up or not, I'm not talking about in a way where you're not, where, where, where they're not calling you on your stuff or making you accountable. I mean, if people say all this, all these great things about you and they can't point out the things that you do as far as uh, your, short, your shortcomings, uh, the things you struggle with, they are not true friends. I have this thing, and it, it frustrates me with my partner. Uh, he says I'm always late, which isn't true. It's just that from his point of view, I'm always late. And 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 for a long time, I've struggled with that because I'm like, I'm going, I'm going to be on time to prove him right. <laughs> or, you know, just trying to prove people right. I'm over the idea of trying to prove people right at this point. I, I may have inclinations of being late at times, but I must say I do procrastinate. Even though I'm late at the times that he see me, but I am a, I can be a procrastinator and that causes me to be late at times. Other times it's real reasons like two little girls and getting them together. But whatever the reasons may be, I'm not giving excuses. I'm just saying, that's what he said. And sometimes things happen in life like that. People only see from their point of view. And like I said, even though it's half truth or it's half true, it's not always true. And that's something I'm definitely working on for us to procrastination. And to not and to not give some not to give an excuse, but having girls, I'm gonna be honest with you. As a mother of two bold, courageous, one is sassy than the other, queens, they act like it, they walk like it, and sometimes, y'all, I'm gonna be honest with you. 
I would be on time every time if I didn't have children because I never was late until I had children. And having little girls and getting their hair together and doing this and they going back and forth, I promise you, it's frustrating some days. And it's frustrating to go to even go to the store because, you know, I want their hair in place. I'm like, hey, brush your hair back. You know, just trying to put I'm putting them through training, the queen training on how to present yourself when you're indoors, even outdoors. So, and this is no excuse. This is just really just real life for me. And I find that it's a little bit harder taking care of little girls and getting them ready than a boy. Because girls can be prissy. And one of my daughters is so gentle and prissy that I have, let me make sure she hide. Let me make sure everything's situated. (laughs) But I'm saying all this to say, sometimes when someone's on the outside, they don't see. So... I mean, no matter what somebody says or whatever, I can say I've taken accountability of the procrastination. But if I just totally just threw his idea away, like, oh, well, whatever. Because I do procrastinate, I am late at times because of that, even when the girls are ready. And that's a caregiver in life or in even as a profession, I didn't put myself last with everything at times. And so I want to make sure everything else and everyone else is okay but me. And when I do spend that time on myself, I make sure I get me right. <laughs> so I know I need a good 20 minutes before I leave. Most of the time. That's every day. I wash the face, brush, see, get my hair together. Make sure my outfit is on point. Make sure my shoes are appropriate. Make sure I have everything. Make sure I have the extras this case I need it. And I make sure they have what they need. And that's a lot of work. So I have to make sure I, if I'm going to leave and go somewhere, I need to play my music, do what I got to do to get into that mode and go. But I think some people, they don't see that. They only see, oh, she's late. And I have to say, even with this scene as an imperfection, I think it's more of an excellence because I have to do quite a lot. My time management isn't always on point. And I procrastinate, but I can say every time we step out of here, we're like, we're going somewhere. So I am working on my time management and procrastination, especially my schoolwork. Because, like I said, I tend to procrastinate. And I do realize that within myself, and I have to be honest with myself. However, do I have to accept it as a, as a truth in my everyday life? No. Because I know it's something I'm working on. Now, I don't know if it's something that you may semi or you struggle with a lot. But we all have something that we struggle with. And just like me, um, me and myself, like me, being honest about me, it's things about you that people may recognize they might not love you enough to tell you the truth. You know, what they see. We need to consider that when it comes when it comes down to people or people loving us. So what does it mean to be the light? 
It means you are, you are literally lighting up or revealing the darkness in others as well as yourself. Being a light, a light exposes. You have, you're, and, and the thing is, Jesus is the light. So he is the light that exposes all darkness within me, within you, within everyone around you. And for me, since Jesus is the light within me, I am the light that needs to go out in the world and be that example of Jesus. So Jesus is the light of my life. So with that being what it is, we have to realize and recognize whether you believe in Jesus or not, he is light of the world. Just like some people may not believe in daytime. I don't like daytime. I don't, you know, some people are night owls. But the daytime still exists. It doesn't cease to exist because you don't believe in it. You know, so I believe that as we move forward, as we embrace challenges and changes and, and become new creatures in life or new creatures of habit or new something, we, we, our minds are being transformed something new. We need to realize that God wants to expose some things in us to help other people. God can put us in the limelight. God can put us, use us as humiliation or embarrassment at the same time. God can also reveal the darkness in us and force us to deal with it. That's why, that's why it's called shadow work. Because you're dealing with the things that lingers in the darkness, the shadows. And a lot of times, people don't realize that they have shadows that, that they're fighting every day. Things that they're struggling with every day. And God is calling us to do better. This particular, this particular season... It may be challenging for some because we're going back to the basics. It's like everything that you swept on the rug is, will, will be revealed. And everything that's in the darkness shall come forth. And it's going to be exposed by the light. So I'm not sure how you may perceive God in your life or other religious aspects in religion it just means something you do by habit something you do uh, as a daily ritual you know you religiously eat some people religiously watch tv some people religiously on their phone they religiously do self-care do skin care so we're all religious but it's just what areas are we religious religious in or what, 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 what areas supersede those other things? But outside of that, I want us to be in a headspace of knowing who the true light is, and that's Jesus, and embracing this true light, and learning from it until we can then be a flashlight of our own
and God, God, God are the batteries. God is the battery, excuse me, of everything that exists. And God can guide us out of a dark place to help somebody else. And when it comes down to shadow work or dealing with aspects of yourself that's dark, don't be afraid of those things. Those things may teach you a couple of things. With me doing shadow work, I've learned that I can be a people pleaser, which I'm no longer one. I'm aware of it. Like Once you become aware of it, you can choose not to be that. And so just from speaking on myself with that. So if someone wants this particular thing, I would self-sacrifice, put myself last. The same with my daughters. I have self-sacrificed. I will go without. I just... I'm, I just brush, brush my teeth, wash my face, and brush my hair back in a ponytail on on some days, sometimes most days, because I know I'm like, I didn't wake up enough time, or I woke up late that day. But the thing is, I've learned to forgive myself for being that, and this is my life. And when it comes to Children, sometimes it's not me like that. And some people don't understand that. You didn't try hard enough. Well, people don't know about what happened the night before. People don't know what obligations that you had. And people don't see those things as important because it has nothing to do with with your dealings with them. Jobs, they don't care whether or not you had a crying child all night and you probably got three hours of sleep. They don't care that, hey, you may be homeless. They, they don't care that you may not have a car. They don't care because all they care about, this person is going to get to work and back. I've seen people walk for hours back and forth to work just to, just to maintain. So a, a lot of times jobs and companies, family members, even ourselves, we don't understand. We lack empathy of what's going on in somebody else's life. And then we want to judge them based off of what we see. When if you don't live in you don't live where they live, or if the lack of their living, or if you, you don't have their mindset, if you don't if you have never stepped into their shoes, you don't know what they go through, then you will never know. You think they're all right for the most part. And I've learned how to have empathy with people. And when people may talk to me bad or do something that I don't like, I'm like, why is this person doing this? You know what I mean? I I began asking questions. I'm like, what are they going through? What do they need right now that they may feel as if they need to attack me? So an innocent person. What about me that they need to, that they may feel like they need to attack me? And a lot of time it's Jesus, it's, you know, and, and God, when you have God in you, the God in you will, will irritate the demons and others. And so it's not you, but it's the thing inside of them that don't like the God in you or vice versa. And once I realized they're like, huh, that I'm not, I'm not the one being attacked. God is. So it's like when I hurt, 
they hurt they hurt God. So for me, it's a different uh, a different type of understanding with that philosophy or with that idea for that truth. But we must be aware to not judge people based on what we feel, what we see physically, because that may, it can be, it can be deceiving. Someone that's, for example, someone that's like fit and skinny and, and petite, they may seem to be healthier than someone who's overweight or seemingly overweight, someone who have a little flab or a foop or somebody who's not, who don't have that fit body look or profile, but they may be healthier. So we have to, we have to put ourselves in the mindset to stop being so judgmental by image. Just because somebody's smiling happy, they may be depressed. They may be, they may, they may be high functioning, they may have high functioning anxiety, or they may, they may be suffering from high functioning depression. Trust me, you can't always look at someone and like this is what it is. You have to look deeper, and that's what the light does. The light exposes all these dark, dark parts, and it makes us look at things differently. Because even somebody look at me, they'll look at me like, oh, she's this, this, this. But really, they don't know. So don't assume, don't make a mule out of yourself. Because you're trying to figure out what's going on with this person. You need to figure out what's going on within you. And that's, that's the thing I'm trying to teach my daughters. I'm like, hey, or scribe to teach my daughters. I'm like, hey, y'all, learn how to be in the present moment. Learn how to meditate. Let's do a little yoga. Let's go out and ground ourselves. Let's, 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 let's do some inner work. Because this inner work is going to help you become more introspective because everyone you meet is a mirror. Everyone you meet. The things you you don't like about that woman, you don't like about yourself. If if you're jealous of somebody else, it's because it's something that you feel as if you don't have. So when it comes down to the basis of basics, y'all, we have to allow the light of God to expose everything within us so that we can eventually become a light to others. And that's how that's how it that's how it works until we light up the whole sky. <laughs> so I'm not sure if there's something you need to hear of something. You don't have to be going through anything extreme, but it can be anything mentally. Maybe, you know, just for the moment you don't feel as confident. Why? Who told you that you can't be confident? It's just get out of our heads and just get out of our minds and get into the presence. Get more into our bodies and feel what that feels like. Then I, then how we look and how we dress, how we present ourselves will change. But I hope that someone said on this on this particular segment that challenged us to look at the light differently or look at darkness differently too. Thank you for walking me for 13 seasons. Well, this beginning, well, 12 and some seasons in, season 13 in. And I thank you for your support.
But remember, out of the heart flows the issues of life, Shay's heart.